0: Oh, yeah.
1: All right. Well, welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities. Ooh, Jackie Zabrowski opening up a Coca-Cola. A
0: cool, refreshing (laughs) Coca-Cola.
1: Which she got here at the Creek in the Cave, 1093 Jackson Avenue. Thank
0: you so much for this smooth, refreshing Coke. (laughs) I have a soda addiction, and that's okay.
1: Me too. I drink two (laughs) to three a day.
0: I shouldn't. I don't know when this started again. I think it's because I stopped drinking so much through the day so Me i too. started drinking soda instead <laughs>
1: it's like we have this inborn urge to destroy ourselves with something something like, it's it's like a- i'm not
0: gonna drink water <laughs> <laughs> what am i, Where am I?
1: <laughs> what am i a dog <laughs> yes.
0: what am i gonna lap it up on my <laughs> hands and knees in the kitchen no <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: speaking of the creek, I was just upstairs grabbing that Coke for you, and I saw a man that was at at least in his mid forties, if not late forties. Yeah, and he was dressed like a, conservatively, like a man should at that age. <laughs> except he had pink hair.
0: So, so when you say pink hair, are, are you saying is it long pink hair? No, or was short
1: it? pink hair, hot pink hair.
0: And it was, it was like a normal man's haircut, but pink. Yes. Hmm. Well, okay. It could be for Halloween. It is the week of Halloween. Maybe did a, dr- a drastic dye for it.
1: It's also two o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Yeah, I mean, if in any way he he shouldn't do that, <laughs> <laughs> he really probably should never. In fact, I I kind of think I, I feel like at least personally, I've never dyed my hair before, so I think I, like. Really crazy colors are a little much and kind of crying out for attention. You know, it's like when you get like piercings in your cheeks, you know, and you attach them to your ears. There's no real reason for it. It's not even really a fashion thing, I guess. Yeah. But it's more just like. Look at me. I need attention. Please, yeah. please, 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 please. I Look
1: mean, me. I dyed my hair bright red when I was like 18 or 19. 18 or
0: 19. But and that's, that's when you do it. Yeah, it's, that's
1: totally fine. But no, you see these guys all over Brooklyn that are dressing like they're like 25, 26, but they're obviously in their 40s and 50s. And it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. If there's anybody out there who's in their 40s, 50s, even late 30s, and you're still dressing like you're in your 20s, come on, have some dignity.
0: That's I mean I guess my my bigger problem is with Older women that dress in like yeah. Hollister and tight skirts that you look at them are like, oh man, that's like a trashy nineteen year old. And you look at the face, <laughs> like, no, that's a trashy fifty eight year old, and which is like, so much worse. So much worse. And but the thing is that they definitely have the body for it. They yeah. see a lot of older women that dress that way, and it's like, oh, awesome, man, you're looking good. But then dress like a fucking woman and start yeah. dressing like a twelve year old. <laughs> it's not sexy. I don't understand, especially with at least with hipster old men. Mm-hmm. You know, at least it's like dark glasses and tight pants and if they've got the butt for it sure I'll look at it definitely (laughs) but um I don't know I at least like men in their 30s I think it's fine
1: yeah I suppose so I still I kind of have a rule myself though is that I kind of want to grow my hair back out again see I
0: don't know see that's that's the thing I
1: don't think I should because I'm almost 30 and I don't think a man 30 and over should have shoulder length hair really I don't think so.
0: See, I think it's completely appropriate, but I think that you have such a baby face that with your long hair, you're going to look even younger. Yeah. So for you personally, I don't think it's a good idea.
1: I got to get mid level. Yeah. And I tried the goatee. I tried the facial yeah, hair. Yeah. What try happened? To look cool.
0: Your your baby face today?
1: I shaved it this morning. It was getting annoying.
0: Why? I don't
1: know. I just couldn't deal
0: with the hair. You look like a devil.
1: Yeah, it did look like a devil. It was a little. It was just a little bit too much for me. Yeah. So I went down. Well, I'm back down to baby face again. Yeah. I think I'm meant. I'm just not meant to have facial hair.
0: That's okay. You yeah. Know, I'm not meant to have facial hair either.
1: <laughs> or are you?
0: I really wish I could. I was talking about this the other day. Like I would do anything to have facial hair. <laughs> I would do all fun things with it. You could do whatever you want. Just grows back.
1: Yeah. We well we had a, a girl right in. A few months ago that had a uh, hirsutism, uh, which means that she has uncontrollable body hair all over her face, her body, her chest, her back. Was like it
0: blonde or was it dark?
1: Dark. Um, yeah, it was a medical condition.
0: That's kind of fun, though. <laughs> I mean, it's not, especially growing up, I'm sure it was an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I mean, nightmare. she's like a teenager or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, you know that it's a nightmare. Yeah. But at least, like, in this day and age, like, there are things that you can do, like, you know, there's, like, the electric therapy like you know then they go through with the lasers and they can take off hair now and stuff like that at least technology has advanced to a point that there is life you can go to school (laughs) can you imagine like 50 years ago and having that and then what do you do you just go to school and you get made fun of brutally until the end of days
1: it'd be horrible yeah and i saw a story of a korean girl i saw the story a few days ago has a full beard at 15. wow yeah
0: but is, it, is she? But she obviously grew it out. She didn't cut it's, it. It's um, the
1: same th- type of thing where she can't. It just grows back almost instantly.
0: Wow! Yeah, like in the Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's santa claus. <laughs> well
1: but, well, you know this is like okay, the, I'm I'm finally starting to get a little bit more relaxed. Like I've been like super fucking stressed
0: today. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah I, when I walked in before, Marcus was literally like sitting in the Indian position and just rocking back and forth like he was in poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> well, very stressed. Just got a whole lot of shit going on. A lot of people pulling me in a lot of different directions. Just generally being yap 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 yap. So,
0: why do you feel better now?
1: I feel better, but just because me and you have been talking. Yeah, I feel better about that. But the biggest stress that I've had is that my my therapist, who I've been going to since May, and has been like an immense help to my life.
0: I've heard a lot about her. I want to meet her.
1: She went into labor today.
0: Mazel Tov! <laughs> That's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, anyway, She's a, and and I'm But little, that
0: sucks for you. Yeah, it That's, sucks
1: because she was not supposed to go into labor for like another like two weeks.
0: Oh man, so you had the other appointments scheduled. Yeah, with yeah, her? yeah.
1: And so now I've got this new woman uh, named Heather. Uh, and
0: Something puts me off about the name Heather <laughs> I'm not saying all Heather ba- Heathers are bad But every Heather in my life has always been bad Me too Really? Yeah, Ooh.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad name
0: See I don't know if you'd be able to just switch out a therapist like that I've never had to switch out of therapist Yeah uh, Unless it was a choice And I don't know how are you going to deal with that? Do you, or do you just pick up where you left off?
1: Well, the place that I go to is like they spend like all the people who uh, work there, all the therapists are like creative people and they deal with creative, like, and all the, the people they deal with are also people in like the arts and like creative endeavors. Uh, and the woman that I was, I've been seeing for a while who's fucking awesome, named Rachel, she is a musician. She's a country musician Ooh. from uh, Kentucky. She plays like the oboe and the fiddle and all kinds of shit. She's awesome. She gets me, you know?
0: You ever dream about having sex with her?
1: No, I never have. Really, I've never thought about her sexually. But she's Although,
0: a musician. I mean, that sounds really sexy. Yeah,
1: and she's cute too. But she's very good about. She's like, also pregnant. Yeah, that's the other thing. See, I'm not really into the the preggers. No. You know, if I if my girl was preggers, then that would be different. Because I had the the before.
0: You had the, the before, and yeah. now you get the, the after. Yeah,
1: and plus it would be my preckers. Right, exactly. So, so that would be different. Uh, but this new woman, from what she tells me, she's a painter, she's an artist, and she uses mm. art therapy.
0: And her name is Heather.
1: And her name is Heather. So I'm very, very apprehensive about this this entire thing. I mean
0: don't be. Just go in with an open mind. Yeah. You know, don't leave her name at the door. Don't even think <laughs> about it. Don't think about that. She probably <laughs> listens to Enya and paints on her walls. At least that's what I think that a name woman <laughs> named Heather would <will> do. <laughs> but you have to. You because what are you gonna do? You need yeah. to go you need to go talk to her and just treat her like any other normal person.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to do it. But you're talking about going to therapy lately.
0: Yeah, I talk about it a lot. I used to go to therapy often.
1: Really? Yeah. See, I thought you just went to a a psychologist.
0: No, I used to go to therapy too for anger management. Yeah. Because I used to be a bully, so I would be forced into anger management programs. And I'd have to go and sit. But that was also back in the day when I didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. So I'd just be like, (laughs) fuck you, break a lamp. (laughs) You don't like me, break a lamp. They finally did stop. Leaving the lamps, <laughs> and I broke three lamps <laughs> um, because I used to be, have uncontrollable <laughs> anger for a really long time. So um, I would talk to them, but I never really got anything out of it. And yeah. I did go to a psychologist to get, you know, the numb me drugs, make me not so angry anymore drugs. Yeah, and um, but other than that, now I feel like I am able to actually express how I feel, and I should do that uh, rather than just stewing and having panic attacks in the middle of the night, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course No, And I, I and I've known you for we know each other what three years now. Yeah, something like that. I don't think I've ever seen you get really angry. I've seen you get frustrated, but I've I've never seen you get really angry.
0: The problem is that now as an adult I deal with it by crying rather yeah. than get like I get so angry that I shake and i have a panic attack and i start to cry which is before i was like i was the hulk mm-hmm. and now <laughs> it's i'm pathetic and i hate myself when i get to that point because i when i get that mad and i start to cry people think i think people see it as a sign of weakness no. and i'm just like i am not weak and like so usually <laughs> i'll just go in i have to be alone i just completely pull myself away because if i don't i really I get violent.
1: Yeah. Now I've and I've seen you. And I've seen you those in those moments before, and I've yeah. never thought you'd be weak. I just thought, I like, you know what, Jackie's having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> you probably like, should <laughs> like like not not weak or anything <laughs> like that. It's just you know what, she's having a real bad day, and she could use a hug.
0: It's but it is weird. I feel like it's different. At least I feel as a woman that you see so often that. I do sometimes see crying as a sign of weakness in front of other people. Like they, it, it's a like a shield almost of "don't judge me." Like I am, you know, I am weak. I am crying. Like you can't affect me at all. But mm-hmm. it's like I feel like I don't know. I just it makes me feel bad.
1: Yeah. And well, no, I mean me crying like, doesn't make anyone feel good.
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't. I just. I feel most like a woman when I cry, Mm. and I don't ever like really feeling like a woman. Really? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. I've never really liked being a woman. Now I do. Yeah. But when I was young, I didn't really. Hmm interesting <laughs> am I in therapy right now <laughs> should I go to therapy right into the cave <laughs>
1: should Jackie go to therapy cavecomedyradio <laughs> at gmail.com
0: Alvin's like yes please <laughs> send her away also I think I've always was kind of scared that they would just send me away like they used to do with women yeah. <laughs> like back in like with Bellevue and everything like, she's, an she's hy- crazy get her out of here uh,
1: she's hysterical <laughs> Yeah,
0: she's pregnant lock her up
1: <laughs> <laughs> they used to do that a lot. They'd I know. Just lock women up for hysteria. They, and they'd always use the term hysteria.
0: Hysteria. Yeah. And I feel when, like my grandmother should have been locked up for hysteria because she used to do stuff like that. But, like, I guess it was, like, right at the age where I was like, oh, no, it, it's okay. She's just feeling. It's like, yeah. no, she's not feeling. She is crazy.
1: <laughs> Dementia. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's exactly what she has. Yeah.
1: I, and you've got a, an insane grandmother, right? Like, I mean, yeah. she's just did isn't she – Kind of a demon.
0: Yeah, I I do refer to her as a demon. Yeah. um in most days. Um, I that's why I don't, I don't like old people. Yeah, you know, yeah, because I think they're all crazy and they all hate young people and they just want us to be dead.
1: <laughs> you know, that's not that far off with a lot of them.
0: Well, that's why I never exactly like what we were talking about with the the fashion of later on. It's like I never want to dress the way I dress now when I'm older. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a lot of things I don't want to do when I'm like really old. That's why I'm just gonna. Take myself out.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna overdose and gonna just have a good time. I mean, in a good way, not like in a sad way. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna party to death when I'm like 55.
1: 55. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I don't know. My mom's still having a really good time. She's like 65. But. Yeah. Nah,
1: you're going to be, once you hit about 50, you're going to be great. Yeah, right? Yeah, you'll have kids and all that, and you'll want to live.
0: Yeah, I'll want to live. Yeah. Right, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> One of these days,
1: Jackie, you're going to want to live. I don't
0: know when that day's going to be, but I hope it's pretty soon. No,
1: I used to be uh, in the exact same <laughs> position. Uh, of, of not
0: wanting to grow up?
1: Not wanting to live. Really? Yeah. No, for a long time.
0: Like suicidal ways?
1: No, just not wanting to like not never going suicide or anything like that. Never feeling like I've never seriously entertained the thought of suicide. I've never Me neither. I've never actually made a plan no. or anything like that. But there have been plenty of times in my life where I just thought like I would love to die right now. Like, if I died right now, that would be (laughs) – nothing would make me happier than dying. Dying right now. And I I think that's just part of depression. Yeah. And that's part of dealing with the type of shit that we deal with because it's so fucking hard a lot of times. And because you have so many different conflicting emotions, so many different things swirling up around in you, and it's all in your head. Right. And usually what helped me – uh, to get out of that was uh, telling people about it you or talking to. to somebody about it because the more I kept it in, the more I wanted to die.
0: Exactly. Like, I had those times when I just wouldn't get out of bed, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I would just stay in my room and hole up and just it was like oh, I would tell myself, I'm like, oh, I'm reading. Oh, I just need to spend time. But I wouldn't see anyone and I didn't want to talk to anyone. I just locked the door. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't help anything. No. You, you have to talk to someone, whether it's even that's what we were talking about when it came in today. You know, it's hard to talk sometimes to a significant other when you're in that like weird, stressed out place when you don't like because even yeah. at this age, I still feel like <laughs> excuse me, oh uh, Coca Cola, Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I feel like pe- no one understands what I'm thinking about, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it's like, but everyone does. And if you no. just, even if it's someone you don't even really know that well, if you're at the bar. Sometimes I just end up talking to somebody mm-hmm. and just tell them about shit, tell them about anything because. There, there's no reason to hold it in because it's just like it's like a hurricane inside. Yeah. And it's just going to eat you up and eat you up until so you feel things like just wanting to die and having it be over. But not suicide, just having it like an empty slate yeah. kind of thing. At least that's why I turn to drugs, you know?
1: Yeah. That's why a lot of us turn to drugs and alcohol and a lot of that shit. I mean, I use alcohol to deal with stress all the time. Yeah. And I shouldn't. Like, no. like yesterday, like last night, I got – Super pissed off about something and had like two beers. Right. And I was proud of myself for only having two beers. Right. And that's like, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But I kind of took it as a step forward, right? Yeah, you know, but where I'm like, all right, I only had two beers, and I didn't continue drinking for the rest of the night, and turned down beers later. So that that's good. But yeah, it's we've, just self control. Yeah, something... it's self control. But turning to drugs is something that I know we have both definitely done in no, the past, definitely. and I know a lot of our listeners have also done as well. Right, because uh, it is
0: an easy alternative to suicide when you don't feel that way. Because I also was at a lot of dark places, but I never mm-hmm. felt. Suicidal, but I just shut it off. I just wanted it all off.
1: Yeah. And the alcohol usually makes that much worse. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the way it has been for me a lot of times in the past is, you know, when you drink, like I rarely drink alone. Yeah. Uh, No, I don't either. Yeah. Very rarely do I drink alone. Uh, And even, and I'd never get drunk alone, you know. Uh, And what I would do is I'd go out and I'd get wasted with my friends get more wasted than anyone else and just be the drunk one and then i'd go home and i'd feel like a piece of shit for the rest of the night knowing that i was the drunk one that i was the one that probably made things a little weird at a couple of points in the night and then you wake up the next day and you feel even worse
0: that guilt too yeah and it's not worth it it's not worth the guilt you feel the next day of just of putting other people through that of doing it to yourself of saying to yourself why did i need to get to that place mm-hmm. you know there's no when everyone else is having a nice time that they are uh, able to control themselves and it's just it makes you feel like you have no control over yourself it mm-hmm. makes you feel like you are unable to to tell yourself what you can and cannot do, which is terrifying when yeah. you spin out like that. And it, I don't know, just up until like a year and a half ago, it was five nights a week yeah. that I felt woke up feeling that way. You know, Me it's too. like, why do you need to take, why does it take so long to figure it out?
1: That is something that I don't know. Like, you know, there's some people that, you know, never figure that out. Yeah. And uh, one thing, one quick point about talking about, like, the way you're feeling and talking about your problems and all that, don't get drunk and do it.
0: No. No. Because that, especially, oh my God, when you puff out your emotions like that too and you, I feel like you also pinpoint certain parts of how you're feeling that isn't exactly what the problem is Mm -hmm. because then you can cry about a boyfriend, you can cry about something that's insignificant in your life that is not the real problem. Yeah, Because then alcohol lets you deal with what's on the surface i feel like rather than what's actually bothering you
1: absolutely yeah you talk more about the symptoms right than you do about the actual problem itself about the actual disease like talk to your friend when because and also when you talk to people about that shit when you're drunk you don't remember half of it yeah you know and you don't wake up feeling better like oh i'm so glad i got that out you wake up feeling oh god i got drunk and blabbed on about myself for an hour last night and it doesn't help no it doesn't help at all but i mean like fucking go out to like lunch or dinner just hang out with a friend and if it's getting to the point where you're thinking i just want to die like i would rather die than feel this anymore and fucking get it out. And another – this is something I've said a million times. Just fucking write that shit down. Oh, yeah. If you don't have anyone to talk to and nobody that you think can actually uh, – that wants to listen to your – you know, to what's going on with you, then write it down and just keep writing until you feel like you've vomited enough of your emotions onto the page. Exactly. And just, vomited just is definitely the right word. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember how many journal entries I would have. It was just like huge, like, like me writing, like almost in, completely incomplete. Coherently, yeah. I was just like, I don't even know what the hell I was thinking. I was just, but that mine were like the rage journals, so it was just like me like ripping things apart yeah. kind
1: of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I think it's time to get to a question.
0: I think that we have a really good question today, too.
1: Me, too. And by the way, if any of you out there want to uh, ask us a question here on uh, Sex and Other Human Activities, email us at uh, cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Oh, Yeah. All right, our uh, question today is from a man named Luke Clark, who uh, requested that we use his name. Well, yeah. Thanks for writing in, Luke. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, here's what he says. I recently was broken up with by my long distance, only really two and a half hours away, girlfriend of three and a half years, made worse by the fact that we were each other's first loves. Of course, it hurt a lot, and me being one of those sentimental, mushy types, I honestly believed we could be together forever. Even though it only happened about three weeks ago, I'm starting to get over the way I used to feel about her, helped along by me realizing that she and I had both changed since we met, and that we no longer wanted the same things from a relationship— she wanted something less stressful and more casual and to experience other types of relationships. Of course, this led to a bunch of doubts she had that we talked about before it all happened. Happened, But in the end, talking about it didn't really help. Now, let's start with this. Let's start with long-distance relationships and the problems contained therein.
0: Oh, there are so many problems. I feel like it, it really depends on the type of person you are and how your trust issues are in a long-distance mm. relationship. I've only done it once in my life. You've done it before? Yeah. And um, it did not work out. for. Well, it eventually did. Now it is working out. Yeah. At the time, it did not work out for me. It was, but that was also because I was moving to New York. I was going from college, and I moved to New York, and I was waiting for my boyfriend <coughs> to move also to New York. So we did a long-distance relationship where we – talked on the phone all the time and we had a relationship that was he was my best friend and we loved to talk to each other on the phone so we missed each other but we had that relationship it was still fine mm-hmm. but when he came to New York and he moved here I didn't even really I was so excited to see him as if you were my best friend but I didn't even really want to sleep with him yeah you know it was like oh but you're my you're my buddy, man. Like yeah, we talking on my the phone. <laughs> yeah, are like, my phone buddy. Yeah, you're my phone buddy. Like I love, I love you so much. But like, oh, now it's like switched back into you're here
1: mm-hmm. all the time. It was it that you weren't
0: attracted to him? No, I mean we are currently still together after weird hiatuses. But yeah. at the time, I wasn't. I was extremely attracted to him. He was attracted to me too. But like, I just it's hard. Especially, I feel like for women to switch a relationship in their head. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it is hard to go from friend to boyfriend. Like I think that's why that is an issue sometimes, in, like unless it's something that has grown over time. But to make that hard switch, it's, women just aren't built that way. You know, you see something in a certain way and it's something you have to get used to. It's something you have to work into a routine to get your body back into it. Oh. But I do think that like – and eventually it does work out, but you have to, like, rebuild in a lot of this relationship, especially if it's still going and you only see each other for little bits at a time. And she's, you know, like in, in Luke's instance, she's doing other things and you're doing other things all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're just – when you don't see someone – it's hard to keep that because there is that feeling you get when someone is in the room that you feel between them that you just don't have in a long-distance relationship.
1: Yeah. No, that's very true. Long-distance relationships are, uh, I think, impossible in in a lot of ways. I think so. In In different – and I think in different ways, like I – you know, really, I think you just hit the nail on the head right there yeah. is that the long distance relationship is that it becomes more of a friendship because physical contact is essential to a relationship to right. a to a, uh, I guess, status quo relationship. Not all people need to do it, but the vast majority of us need that as right. fucking animal human beings. We need physical contact and we need physical proximity to our mates in order to still have that romantic feeling towards right. each other otherwise all right you 're a buddy you 're a phone buddy you're someone you talk to on the phone, but eventually and, and I think uh, your relationship was uh, also the type where you knew that you got, he was moving up here right yeah, you knew that you were going to be together eventually, and I think a lot of long distance relationships, at least the ones uh, the one that I was in and the ones that i 've talked to you with know, other people is there was no and in sight. There's no end in sight. There was no, all right, we're going to, you know, in six months, you know, I'm going to be in, like, I'm going to be a freshman in college. Like, right. Yeah, like, someone goes off to college, they're a freshman, the other person is a senior in high school, they stay behind, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, I'll be there in a year. One year. Of course, that never lasts. No, no, no. <laughs> that never, ever, ever happens. Right. Unfortunately,
0: uh, also, too, is I feel like it does – a lot of people that I know that currently have trust issues, a lot of it came from being in long distance relationships because it is just human nature that exactly what you were saying about like being with someone is what keeps romantic feelings alive, that even if they have feelings for you, they are going to, no matter what, be at least attracted to other people that are in yeah. their vicinity and you can't stop it. It's going to happen for both parties. And most people don't act on it. That's not something that always happens. But you, you, I feel like that is – it harbors – it creates a trust issue no matter what mm-hmm. because you're never going to be like, oh, so you were just hanging out last night. <laughs> and no, even if you don't have a jealous bone in your body, it awakens this beast inside of you that you didn't even know that you had.
1: It's simple human nature. Yeah. It really is. You know, And I, I – I've been dealing more with jealousy, jealousy lately than I have, like, in the past. I don't know why. The older I get, the je- more jealous I get.
0: Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Well, especially when you really care about someone. It's yeah, just... I
1: think that that might be what it is, where I'm like, you stay the fuck away from my woman. She's yeah. my woman.
0: Also, Nikita's really hot.
1: She is an exception. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, is that she's, like, super fucking hot, and yeah. she's, like, in the working in the coffee shop next door and there's all these dudes like all day like throwing themselves at her and just like and I know and I trust her 1000% it's not her that I have a problem with at all it's just like it's all of them it's like those fucking (laughs) shitheads get the fuck away from her same
0: thing man I've got a a boyfriend who is in a really awesome band with Marcus yeah and that he's a very talented player he's got a great voice and he is also completely impervious to the fact that women are flirting with him. Yeah, and he, yeah is, he has no idea. He has absolutely no idea. He's a musician. Yeah, and he like he's also a close talker when he's drunk with men, mm-hmm. with women, with whoever. He's a close oh, talker. Oh, yeah,
1: I've smelt Doug's breath yeah. many a time. Many a
0: time. <laughs> and the thing is that for me, watching that, when he's close talking to a woman, I'm like in my head I'm like, he doesn't realize it. He's just a close talker. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going on. But the second I see that girl put a hand onto his, like, chest, like, talking to him, like, Mm -hmm. which I saw a few weeks ago. Yeah. The rage. See, that's (laughs) when the rage really comes out, (laughs) that no one else sees it because I will go outside and I'll just chain smoke cigarettes and I'm just like <laughs> I can't control myself but because uh, it's not him I don't trust her I don't trust women yeah <laughs> not all women but in that in of certain situation not. yeah
1: and I don't trust men
0: <laughs> yep so there you go
1: fucking shithead trust issues yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've got that we and, and got them and I've got that because I've been for really like super I've been fucked around by girls in the past yeah like really really badly uh, and so I keep expecting her to start fucking around with me, mm-hmm. like, or not really fucking around with me, but fucking with me, right? You know, like, I, I but She's keep, not that kind of person. She's not that type of person at all. You know, and we we talk about that a lot, where where she keeps expecting me to fuck with her, and I keep expecting her to fuck with me, and neither one of us do that because neither one of us are those types of people, right? Uh, but we're both like still like. Okay, when's that when's the other shoe gonna drop? Exactly. Like when's it when's it when's fuck it gonna me. happen? But like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck with me, man. Do it. <laughs> but slowly, <clears throat> like more and more we're starting to get, I guess, closer and closer where we're getting more comfortable with each other and knowing that no, that that person's like we're good. Right. Like we're 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 good to each other, we try our damnedest to be good. To each other, all as much as we can, and be there for each other, and give have a give and take with each other. And, you know, and I know you and Doug are the same way.
0: Yeah, it's completely. We like. I know one million percent that he would never do anything. Yeah, and he knows that way about me. But I feel like. He, even though like especially like with going back to long distance relationships that you can feel that solid you have to feel that solid to at least give it a try yeah you have to be that like if you are not a thousand percent that they would never cheat on you which i know i feel like a lot of people feel that way yeah but it takes years to get to this point it takes at least a year to be like or or years of friendship beforehand that it's like i know you (laughs) i know you and if it's been any shorter than that, I feel like don't even try a long-distance relationship. Yeah. You know, I, like what you were saying, like I knew a lot of girls that were juniors in high school that were still dating their senior boyfriends and went to college. It's like, honey, you're 16. You've been dating for like a month. Like yeah. that's not never a good idea, especially in a big transition of life. You know, if one Ooh. person is having a transition and the other one is not, it's not a good idea because no. you're not going through the same thing.
1: And it seems like this guy, Luke, it seems like him and this girl are going through something pretty different. Yeah. Yeah, because he... No, it seems
0: like she was just a little ways away. Yeah. But even though it's only two and a half hours, it's still not there, you yeah, know? Like, it's
1: still a long ways. And, and and he says, you know, you know, speaking of the sex and all that, he says that...
0: We both just had simultaneous code burps.
1: That was pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, it says, like, as... As they were, uh, he would go over to her, they were fighting a lot and they were both under a lot of stress. And he says, Our sex life had gotten more frustrating for me as I wanted to have more sex after not seeing her for weeks and she didn't feel like having sex more than once a day. This would leave me feeling guilty for wanting more and her feeling guilty for saying no. Later, she told me she'd been faking enjoying it sometimes during sex when she would stop enjoying herself during and just wanted me to finish. The way she lied to me like this hurt intensely. You know what? Fuck this girl. Yeah, she should man. not have told you that.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, I'm going to <laughs> go ahead and throw it out there that every woman has done that once or twice in their life. I mean, yeah, sometimes you're just like, okay, well, I can't do it, so I'm just, okay, yeah. yeah. But you never you never say that. You God, don't no. say that. That's God, just no. a bitchy thing to say. Yeah. That's just being like, yeah, well, you couldn't. And it's like, I bet you couldn't. Like, she's the problem in that instance. Mm. You were not the problem in yeah. that instance also. Um, but that is exactly what I was saying about this switching gears for a woman. Like She's not used to having you around, too. And that's a part of the long-distance relationship sucks. Yeah. You know?
1: And it's like having sex more than once a day. I mean, if you're a dude, you know, like, yeah, I can go. And it sounds like this guy's pretty young. Yeah. And back in, you know, my younger days, whenever I was like 20 or something, I could go like four or five times in one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, now that I'm 30, well, a couple. You yeah, know, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> spaced <Two>. out. <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: really spaced out. Also,
0: just, I just get tired, you know, because yeah. like, also as you get older, I feel like you have to, you get more adventurous, mm-hmm. you know, because you, like, when you're in a relationship for a while, you're spicing things up. Yeah. So it's like, I'm literally, like, out of breath, you know, After It'll it lasts. lasts longer. Much longer. Because yeah. it's more fun. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. like it gets more fun rather than just, like... When you see them, you're just like, uh, yeah. you know, and then it's done.
1: Yeah, but at um, like at like twenty, yeah, I mean, it would be done in like a few minutes. Yeah, and but then, it's yeah, great though. It's great. I mean, it's a it's, great few it's minutes. A- <laughs> 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 it's awesome, and then it, and then it's over. Then you're ready to go again pretty soon. But like, right. just for example, like last night, uh, me and the lady, uh, it was a full hour yeah. of like straight solid fucking. Mm-hmm. It was.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. And it was just like there was everything involved. We did everything we could. And it was like a full awesome hour. And I think that comes with age. That really does come with being older and being with, you know, we've been together almost a year now. Right. So we've really been, you know, we explore things a lot more and we know, like, what the other person likes. But we're still finding out new things about each other. Like, I think if you're with someone for a while, you can still figure out new things about them, new spots. There's new
0: always th- new things because you always. always come up with new fantasies, too. you like, yeah. everyone's always changing of what, like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And then yeah. you're like, you know, I mean – Last night, actually, our bed fell off of the frame. It, like, slid <laughs> off, which was pretty great because then we laughed for a good solid five minutes because I was terrified. <laughs> but, like, you get into, like, you know, it's just, like when you're watching porn. Like, you're like, oh, I'm kind of into babysitters right now. So yeah. i do this babysitter thing for a while and then mm-hmm. I'll switch back to orgies like I usually like, you know? There you go. Got to switch it up, man. I'm
1: in ebony right now.
0: Well, of course you are. You're always an <laughs>
1: ebony. <laughs> um, but it's not just her. It's like when she's not there, I still
0: want her. Well, that's good because <laughs> you're 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 in it, man. You're ebony and ivory right now.
1: Yeah, then the end, I'm ivory. Marie. I'm American. <laughs> she's British, and we're meant to be. <laughs> oh, oh, you I sing s- that
0: every day to her. <laughs>
1: Every single morning. That's nice. She beats me if I don't. That's
0: good, (laughs) man. She would beat the shit out of you.
1: God damn, she hurts me sometimes, and she doesn't realize it. Like she, like you know, like the playful like hit that you have. Like oh, you. Sometimes she'll hit me. I'm like ah, fuck, (laughs) too hard, (laughs) too. Hard, <laughs> God damn it. You don't know your own strength.
0: That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love to hear that.
1: Well, let's get to the last part of this email. All right. The problem is that I can't stop wishing there was something I could do or could have done to fix it, that maybe if she went off the pill or I tried to be ro- more romantic than I w- already was all the time, then the attraction would have been lost. I was still attracted to her and I still loved her, though I am no longer sure I do. Or if she wanted me back, I would even want to go back. Finally, though, when do you think it's time or it's okay to try and date other people without the worry of using them? I'm kind of interested in a girl working at a tea shop, but reluctant to use anyone just because of what happened to me. Love you guys. Feel free to use my name. It'll make me happy to hear you say it. Luke Clark.
0: Oh, yeah, Luke, man. Well, first of all, in that beginning part of the thing, I would say you're over it You're over it, man. I would say leave that behind. You know, maybe... Like, while down the road, when you burn through a few women, if you want to give her a shot again, that's great. But for right now, I think it's poison to go immediately back to someone that you God, yes. just broke up with, no matter what, because it, that you need some time for you both to grow, for you to try and re- rekindle anything. And
1: you need to be in the same city.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Yeah. And they were together for three and a half years. Yeah, it's and, not... And it's obvious that, it's like, yeah, she hurt you, and it sucked, and you say after about like three weeks you're starting to get over it, and let me tell you it's like you, you think you're getting over it, you're not over it. You're not over it. It's gonna take a while. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, you know but that it's okay. You know? It's okay. It's fine. It's it's all part of it. You know, and who knows how long it's gonna last? Where you're still you're gonna start thinking ab- about her and the times that you had, and you're gonna start getting sad, and you're gonna start getting uh you're gonna start missing the old days, and you're gonna be tempted to call her. I don't think you should. No, like, you I, should. I think I think this is something that you should chalk up to experience. And uh, man, go for that tea shop, girl.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds great. What you were saying about like you don't want to use them. I, I don't know about you, Marcus, and that from the man's perspective. But I, when I broke up with my boyfriend and was immediately sleeping with people, Mm -hmm. I was very open with, hey, I just got out of a four-year relationship. Looking to have a great time. Want to have a great time? Like, and honestly, a lot of people are more down. It's not using them, like, if you're open about it. Yeah. And you're not, I mean, don't get into the girlfriend. Don't say why you broke up. Don't talk anymore about the girlfriend. No. Just say, I got out of a relationship. I'm looking to have a good time. You want to, like, hang out? Let's laugh and fuck for a few hours and yeah. then maybe we'll see each other again and maybe not.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. If you're being up front with her, then you're not using her. Yeah. Uh, and if you're up front with her and she chooses to ignore that, which she might, because both people of both sexes do that. And I've right. done that before, too. Girl I have out, of, done that. Yeah, <laughs> girl coming out of a relationship and she's like, listen, I don't really want anything you know, anything big. I'm like, like, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah, whatever. Then I'm like, (laughs) I love you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you love me? And she's like, I can't love again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And then it's all over again. And then it's like, you're back in the same place. So if you're up front with her, then you don't have to feel guilty about it. But I will say this, if this, you know, and it also depends on how long it took to fall apart. If it took a long time, if it was falling apart for months and months and months, then that's different. If three weeks ago she popped out of the blue uh, that she didn't want to be with you anymore and that...
0: If it was a surprise, basically. If it was a
1: surprise, then I would be more uh, reticent about dating somebody else. I understand that you're horny. I understand you want to fuck, right. like that's a... especially
0: someone else. Exactly. I think it's complete. I think that rebound is not only like I think it's necessary. Yeah, I, I think it's spiritually necessary. I think it, it's like it's a weird it's like cleansing. burning. It's like
1: burning sage yeah. in an apartment after a person or eating, dies. Uh, in there. What is it?
0: Ginger after you eat sushi. Yeah, yeah. Cleanse that pa- palate.
1: Yeah, ma'am. It's, I think I think you're on the right track. I think you're doing good. You're doing better than you think you are.
0: Hell yeah, man! Especially like even being able to write this out and get how exact like that was very concise and you yeah. knew exactly what was going on. And it seems like you're really aware of what happened. And, and and it's great because don't blame yourself ever. Like this is not your fault. Like when you said mm-hmm. you should have been warm there's you guys just weren't meant to be together. Yeah. And it sucks, but that just happens.
1: Yeah. Nothing you can do about it, man. Just and fucking man, move on.
0: You're about to have, like, a good few months, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because really, you can just... And it's... Uh, well, uh, I'd say it's up to you up whether to you, you how have... Good. A- I mean, when you're by yourself, you're going to probably... You might be really sad. Yeah. But when you're out, like, you can go out and... Go out as late as you want and make as many really mistakes as you want for a good solid month. Yeah. Because just be sure like, well, to wear a condom. Always wear a condom. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was only condoms that kept me from not having an STD, which I can't believe I did not get one I can't either. STD of all the terrible mistakes I made.
1: It's crazy. Maybe <laughs> condoms, it's just because you were fucking dudes who couldn't fuck anyone else.
0: Because they were so creepy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, I think that does it for this episode. Awesome. Thanks
0: so much, Luke, for writing in. Please write in all your questions, and we will try and answer them. Cave
1: Comedy Radio at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Have a good week. Goodbye.